We're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. seat as usual let's kick it over to actually before we kick it over to dex did you um dex did you hear about that story with anderson pack um I, that made me think about because the song our intro song but if you haven't heard it, it's a crazy story about how anderson pack grew up um i just read it was it was it was wild um i think it's on twitter you can also i think anscape I uh, did it, but let's kick it over to my main man, Dex. What up, bro? Dex is stuck in here. Super excited to be here. I have no idea what's going on with Anderson Pack, <laughs> but I would really love to know the story. What's going on? Um, well, it's like something happened, like with his with his parents. Like his his dad tried to like murder his mom. It's like this crazy story. I want to spoil the ending for you. I think I already did. But um, <laughs> the, ending, the ending is that he becomes a very successful artist, right? Isn't yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I spoiled it, but I'm sorry. It's it's a very interesting story, but you can check it out on Anscape, which used to be The Undefeated by ESPN, but it's now called Andscape. So there we go. Um, Dex, how are you, sir? Dexter Stucky is super amazing. Now, I will say, though, I'm glad I'm doing this show right now because today has been such a day for me, Jason. Like, there's some wrestling stuff going on. Like, the wrestling community is, like, up in flames today. And honestly, like, I'm contemplating quitting watching wrestling. And uh, I've been arguing with people all day long today. I'm, I'll talk about it in the seats today, and I'll be done with talking about it because mm. I, I literally did more work arguing with people on social media today than I did actual work. It's insane. Like I, I so is this like a reflection on Triple H or is this just like something? No, it's, it's against McMahon. Uh, We're beefing. Yeah, it's it's crazy. <laughs> We're beefing. Yeah. Howdy, God. What up? Hey, everybody. I'm so excited to be here. Um, what is this behind me? Oh, so excited to be here. Uh, <laughs> sorry, it was something weird. Um, and we have an exciting show for you guys today. I'm going to the sex toy. We need something weird. Like, <laughs> uh, not that weird. Not that weird. <laughs> okay. This is my personal office. I don't let anyone in here. Uh, Vance wants to unpack the wrestling story a little bit later. Dex, is that is that was is that according to your plans? Well, Vance was yesterday. It was weird too because like Vance's birthday. Happy birthday, Vance! Happy birthday, Jason! Vance was out yesterday celebrating his birthday, so I couldn't text him. But that's my go-to wrestling person. So like, I was sitting into other people, and they were like, "I don't care." Uh, Will's not joining us tonight. He is um, downtown in Philadelphia committing election fraud, trying to make sure that Dr. Oz does not become you guys' senator or something like that. Like, what the hell is happening in Pennsylvania? The fact that Dr. Oz is running, isn't that insane, though? Like, what? <laughs> what? I'm, Trump really made it so anything could happen. So you never know. I didn't even know he was from Philadelphia. Like, where did that come from? Neither did we. <laughs> Neither do we. Did we know that he popped on the TV? I thought that was for another city. I thought he was trying to be the ad. Made it seem like he was. It was like we don't want him here. He's for California. So I thought it was a California ad. I'm like, oh, no. this for the crazy part about it, I kept seeing the Doctor Oz commercials, and I'm like, why is he running for whatever? I didn't realize that it was like local. Like I'm so used to just seeing the presidential stuff, so it's across the country. This was definitely a local election. I'm like. You know we're not voting for you, big dog, right? <laughs> like, it's not <laughs> but I think he was polling like in first place. Um, Dr. Oz? Yes, like <laughs> yes. You guys might want to check these election results a little bit later throughout the night and, and let me know how that goes. Right. Um, speaking of uh, politics, of course we're going to start you off with um, one of the saddest stories to hit the news waves uh, this week. Um, these are the names of the twelve individuals. Mm. Um, who were murdered in a grocery store in Buffalo this weekend at the hands of 18-year-old Peyton Gendron. Um, that's the name of this guy who used this gun. Uh, he traveled 200 miles away, used his AR-15 to shoot 13 people, 11 of them being black, uh, before surrendering to police. 
Um, again, this is the picture of the actual gun that he used. And you can see inscriptions all over the gun. Um, if we zoom in a little bit further, let's see if we can do this. Okay, here we go. Oh, Written on the gun. Um, here's your reparations. Um, he has Robert Bowers, who is um, someone who has also committed a mass shooting. He has Dylan Roof on there. Uh, on the barrel part, um, up at the top, um, it says the N-word. Uh, on the back, you can see here's your reparations. Uh, and then he has this word at the butt of the gun that says S-Y-G-A-O-W-N, which stands for Stop Your Genocide Against Our White Nations. Uh, so this guy clearly had a motive to do this in his mind. Um, and his motive was that he was saving, I guess, the white race. President Biden uh, traveled to Buffalo earlier today to condemn the attack and labeled it as domestic terrorism. What happened here is simple and straightforward. Terrorism. Terrorism. Domestic terrorism. Violence inflicted in the service of hate and the vicious thirst for power that defines one group of people being inherently inferior to any other group. A hate that through the media and politics, the internet, has radicalized, angry, alienated, lost, and isolated individuals into falsely believing that they will be replaced, that's the word, replaced, by the other, by people who don't look like them, and who are therefore in a perverse ideology that they possess and being fed lesser beings. I and all of you reject the lie. I call on all Americans to reject the lie. And I condemn those who spread the lie for power, political gain, and for profit. We have to refuse to live in a country where black people going about a weekly grocery shopping can be gunned down by weapons of war deployed in a racist cause. We have to refuse to live in a country where fear and lies are packaged for power and for profit. So that's what uh, the president had to say about the situation. Um, very, you know, tragic story. Um, you know, <laughs> these people weren't doing anything, minding their business. And one guy was actually a security guard who actually fired on the man, uh, apparently hit his shielding and... Um, <laughs> Then the guy actually killed the security guard. So, you know, there was actually someone who tried to stop this and still couldn't. Um, it's just terrible. There was also reports that this guy had been, you know, in the area before. Like he came back in March to look at the area, um, apparently, and he was escorted off the premises. And then he came back the day before and he was outside of the store acting like a panhandler begging. And um, this is late at night. And the manager apparently told him to go home and he went home um, and came back the next day and did it. So it's it's a very uh, calculated move, calculated maneuver. But um, Fox News, for one, <laughs> was not uh, one to take blame for anything. They quickly tried to first blame it on video games. I, I wonder, you know, it seems like these things have gotten so much worse since video uh, games became so realistic and so violent. Uh, have you done research or you know, learned that, that video games uh, tend to just desensitize people to the actual um, results of pulling a trigger? I think in terms of causation, what the information shows us is that as we become more disfranchised as individuals and groups, people leave a faith, for example, the family units become smaller or more disconnected. We live at further distances and we're communicating through a medium that was never really intended as a human being, which is online or through texting or these kind of things. <laughs> so you guys are buying the video game argument, Ty? You, you buying that? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kind of glad that the, whoever that expert was didn't even sound like he entertained it. I don't know. If it, but it <laughs> he did not. Like he was entertaining the idea that you could play a video game and all of a sudden you go out and desensitize yourself to committing mass murder. Like, that's not something that happens. Like, <laughs> you play these video games every single day. 
It's um, like people blaming rap music back in the day for for yeah, the, the like rise of black rap. Rap music, video games. They're decent. They're, no, they're fucking crazy. That's what happens. <laughs> That's you, you get these people and and you you feed them this ideology, and they sit and they just kind of stew and resonate on all this crazy mess they have in their heads. And that's what happens. They go out um, because they're disenfranchised in some way. And it's like, instead of, um, you know, trying to help them better themselves, they're like, the reason why you're in this position is because of these people. So instead of you putting the hate toward the people whose fault it actually is that right. you're in that position, they give you someone to hate, which is someone who just looks different from the way you look. And so you go down and you gun down all these people who really don't have any ability to help you in your situation in any way, shape or form. You kill them for absolutely nothing. You hate them for absolutely nothing. And, and it's a shame. And, and now those same exact people in their ridiculous news media want to say, oh, it must be those video games. Like, come on, you're an idiot. Right. Um Dex, do you have something to say or should I, I can keep going? Just, just, just overall, I just think that these situations always kind of hit me like differently. Like it, like some of them scare me, like the, the movie theater one, I remember being like scared about it. The church one, I remember being like the most devastating for me. And I think this one takes the cake for me just because like when they would start to go down the list of the people and you see their 77 and 88 year old people who were killed and then you they tell their backstory. There was one woman there who had just came back from visiting her husband in a nursing home. And then she went to go pick up grocery. Like somebody has to tell him that his wife is not coming back to visit him. Like these there kind of was things- one story that was especially tragic about this woman who was literally in line with her husband and they were checking out. And she told her husband, hey, can you run back and get something from the back of the store? The gunman stormed in. The husband actually was able to hide inside of an ice cooler and the wife didn't have a chance. Like that's crazy in the same store two seconds ago. Yeah. And like, and, and it, I mean, it really does. And then and plus we all go to grocery stores. Like everybody goes to a grocery store and just the thought of like this happening in a grocery store is disheartening. And what really bothers me the most about this outside of the fact that it happened and people are making excuses is that like, there is not enough people talking about this, like this right here, like should have been the Oscar story. Like when Will Smith walked in the Oscar stage and slapped Chris Rock and all those public figures, Amy Schumer's Wanda Sykes, Jim Carrey, they were so mortified and they lost respect. This, that, and the third, like, you guys should be on the forefront speaking about this. Like, this is important. This is happening to the country that you guys live in. And you, it's dead silence. That right there to me shows that you're complicit with these situations happening. And and I just, I. And, and kind of to bring the point to what you said, Dex, it's like, everybody doesn't go to church. Everybody doesn't go to concerts. Everybody doesn't go to the movies, but it's like the grocery store is somewhere where we all go, which is well, some of us go. So I'm going to start ordering our groceries online. But anyway, it's like, that's somewhere where it's like you, you can kind of expect to be able to walk in a grocery store and not a whole lot, not a whole lot of drama there. Like even though people who carry weapons and those things like that, like aren't going to like, typically going in a grocery store armed and dangerous, um, which is, which is just like, it's the, the thought of it is crazy. Like that was, that was part of his manifesto was that he wanted, he put in his manifesto. He purposely chose a grocery store because he didn't want black people to feel safe. And, you know, mission accomplished because like, yeah, that's, that is a safe space that we thought we can trust. Same thing. Remember a few years ago when the whole movie theater thing happened, it wasn't necessarily targeted at black people, but you know, when the dark night thing happened, like everyone was super afraid to go into movie theaters because you can't trust anything anymore. So it's kind of like that same feeling, like, you know, nothing sacred anymore. It happens in churches, happens in grocery stores, you know, it happens in movie theaters. It happens in malls. So it's, it's crazy. Um, you know, and to that point, you know, something that some somebody that's getting a lot of blame for this is Tucker Carlson. These are all the headlines that I just found within the first minute of me Googling Tucker Carlson and I hit the news tab. Um, he's being blamed for a lot of this because as Ty talked about, the ideology that goes um, hand in hand with this stuff is often, you know, perpetuated by Fox News. And specifically, the number one show on Fox News, which I think is called Tucker Carlson Tonight. Um, I, I might be wrong about the title. I think it is. They always have some generic. At large or whatever. It, it don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so 
the backstory basically is that Tucker Carlson started doing this replacement theory talk, you know, back in April um, of 2021. And by this chart, you can see uh, this is how the Google search has spiked as soon as he mentioned it. Um, and as you can see, this, the, they're far higher than they ever were in history before. Uh, Tucker Carlson has absolutely cornered this market um, and has spouted this ideology relentlessly on his show um, over the past year, year and a half. And it's something that apparently now uh, he's not even recognizing that he had any part in. He's blaming Donald Trump. Within minutes of Saturday's shooting, before all of the bodies of those 10 murdered Americans had even been identified by their loved ones, professional Democrats had begun a coordinated campaign to blame those murders on their political opponents. They did it, they said immediately. Patron Gendron was the heir to Donald Trump, they told us. Trumpism committed mass murder in Buffalo. And for that reason, it followed logically, we must suspend the First Amendment. I don't see any of that in any of these headlines. Do you see Trump anywhere? Do you see First Amendment being no. uh, stopped in any of these headlines? No, but you know, like when when you talk about like taking people's guns away, like that's like a dog whistle to these people. So then they're like, oh, they're trying to take our guns away. You want to distract people from people actually calling you out because who's going to get on TV and be like, oh, they blaming me for it. And then because people are going to look into it and realize like you are the culprit. You're the problem here. <laughs> he said Trumpism. <laughs> so crazy. No one mentioned Trump. Nobody. <laughs> exactly. Um, and it's not that Trump didn't stoke this. It's just that the specific theory of the replacement theory is something that Tucker Carlson is. Champion. Exactly. Champion. All right. Um, elsewhere uh, on Fox News, um, <laughs> this story is crazy, guys. Apparently, the mixed kids are revolting because of critical race theory. All right. So, Melissa, your your son is uh, the father's black. You're white. And he'd never mentioned issues with race before, you're saying? What exactly changed? Right. We didn't have issues before. He's in eighth grade. They introduced this critical um, program, and now he's having racial issues that what, was not there before. What kind of racial issues is he having? Well, he's seen himself just as a black man. He's seen things that don't go his way as racism. Um, and he's finding safety in numbers now. So when you're saying he gets a bad grade at school, he blames racism or a girl rejects him on a date. Racism. Are those the kind of things you're seeing? Yes. I ask him to clean the house. Racism. Yes. <laughs> you're kidding, right? Are you serious? <laughs> No, I'm serious. They have totally changed his perspective. They have put him in a box. <laughs> now, you know what, though? I'm with her. Because could you imagine? Could you imagine being a white mom? Right? And then you tell your black son to clean up. And he's like, it's just not slavery. <laughs> now, I will say, though, when I first learned about slavery in school, First, in like grade school, when I first learned about slavery, I was looking at my neighbor sideways. Then when I learned about it again at Lincoln University in college, I wanted to fight everybody. So she might be right. <laughs> she actually might be right. <laughs> She's suing the school district. Yeah. You took my home. You took my home. Where is she going to get out of that? Like, what? You get, like the, you get thirty thousand dollars. She'll get she'll get a couple of dollars, but that son's still gonna be calling you a Karen though. <laughs> Ain't gonna forget. School district money is useless when you sue them. Like they they make you use like they have specific things you have to use it for. So I think that lady was a bad actor. Like I don't feel like we should be entertaining this much more than we are right now. I don't like um, that she threw her son under the bus though. He probably got home like who you were on TV talking about. Like, well, later in the interview, like they asked. She was like, "Well, my son, like you know, he's." He like looks Hawaiian. He's beautiful. Like I'm like okay, okay, ma'am. Like, but you know what though? That it. Never mind. I'm not like, even not like the fact that, that your that's son's a problem black. in and of itself. Yes. Um, and and, and people people I'm seek out gonna, people from different races to have kids that look a certain type of way. But I'm not even going to get into that. We don't even have. We're not even going to touch that. But we know that's a thing. So like yeah. people who have black kids like that think that they're not racist because they have black kids and they have some weird fetish of how they want their kids to look. But we're going to move on. We're going to move. 
We're going to move. All right. That was uh, the politics part of the show. It is now time for the updates. Then it's up, then it's up, then it's up. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's up. Up, then it's up. If it's up, then it's up. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's up. Anyone knows that Dex like bit me today? Like, totally stole my shirt, my whole look. Bitch, though, my look. <laughs> I noticed you guys had the same outfit on. Right. I was like, I'm about to slip out and put a hat on because I look totally <laughs> a little flannel. Like, I, I look totally out of place. If I had a flannel, I'd throw it on and look like something. We look like Brokeback Mountain. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Right I'm Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm Jake. Did Jake like? Oh, no, I don't know. I've actually never seen that movie before, but I know. The, the, I, hope, I hope you're right. Me neither. I hope you're right. I don't the alternative is Heath Ledger, and he ain't around no more. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. All right, we're not going to touch that any further. Um, <laughs> Jack Harlow uh, was on Hot 97, and he revealed the fact that he doesn't know anything about black culture. Her brother had an amazing sex tape. Baby, my love is true. The most important. Very famous. Who's Ray J's sister? Oh my God! Who's Ray J's sister? <laughs> Yo, it's fat. He's serious. <laughs> he's yeah, I know that's. Yo, he's twenty-four. I didn't know they were siblings. Who is it? It's, it's, it's Brandy. You didn't know Brandy and Brandy Ray J, and Ray J are siblings? <laughs> yes. yes. Wow. Nobody's ever told me that in my life. <laughs> you just found that out today. Nobody's Yo, ever told amazing. me that. Wow. Yo, give it up for Jack. Love Hall, you, Jack. Man. Hall, Okay, uh, Jack Harlow, 24 years old, um, did not know that Brandy and Ray J were brother and sister. Brandy took offense to this, uh, <laughs> jokingly saying on Twitter, I will murk this dude in rap at 43 on his own beats and then sing his ass to see- <laughs> sleep, spade. Um, are we giving Jack Harlow a pass for not knowing uh, I don't Brandy? give passes, no. Y'all had that little boy on no. cookouts. That's y'all fault. Yeah, exactly. Stop throwing these stop throwing these cookout invites. Although Jack Harlow is 24 and that song Angel Disguise was on Never Say Never, which came out the same year that that boy was born. So I kind of <laughs> get it. <laughs> I do kind of get it. But I do also feel like we've been giving out too many passes. Like we, we it's, it's kind of like one of those things where it's like every time somebody like like why is Jack Harlow sitting at a hot 97 studio? You know what I mean? Like like. Put that with somebody else who can, like, you know, like who? recite the lyrics and know the culture and all the kind of stuff like this. Like, but so I like. Jack, where should Jack Harlow be? Z100? Yeah, go with your people. Like, yeah, make us good. <laughs> like seriously. That's what they do to us. Like, you don't, you don't be seeing black artists. You don't see black artists on the Elvis Duran show. Like, they make us go sit yes, whatever. Yes, you do. Show. No, they don't. Doja they gotta Cat will be, be on gotta Elvis be Duran. Doja Cat, Lizzo, people like that, of course. But, like, yeah, you're not seeing Kodak Black ain't up there. Kodak Black I mean, ain't seeing Elvis Duran. I feel like I feel like if Kodak Black was yeah. interested, Brandy ain't Duran even there. sitting with Kodak. Brandy ain't even sitting with Elvis Duran. I, I'm like, y'all don't give us opportunities. So what we doing with them? Jack, you really, you really sat on our show and said, "Go with your people." <laughs> like, that's what he said. Well, that's. I don't mean it like that. I'm just saying, <laughs> literally. What you I'm not saying with your people as in skin color. Stop trying to stop laughing. I'm not what saying. What I'm not saying with your exactly. people as what do you mean? Skin color. Really I mean as far as music genre. Music genre. You really came on here and said. You mean music genre? He's a rapper, so he's he ain't a rapper. no rapper. He ain't he ain't no rapper. You need to be on such and such country music television or something. He's Go like country. Like, like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> you guys know who Jack Harlow is? I didn't know he was popular behind that little that little one song he had. But apparently, he has he's a few like, songs like, now. He's like, well, I've only heard the one. I didn't know that he like had a, like a body of work. Yeah. Oh, don't worry, Ty. Jason will be. Jason wants to be his friend now, but wait till the Grammys roll around and Jack Harlow. Uh, exactly. You know he's going. He's going to be Kendrick tomorrow. He's going to be pissed. Kendrick. That's it. When that happens, Jason going to be saying, "You should have stayed with your people." Don't say it because you, you got to leave right. when I Because I did support Macklemore at first, um, but I even right now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did. But it mostly be Kendrick. It was all bets are off. <laughs> Moving on. Oh. Um. Antonio Brown and Keisha Cole were a thing for a little bit. 
<laughs> good lord <laughs> first of all good lord um, this is how things started off uh, Keisha Cole praising Antonio Brown for his rapping ability saying I think he's really talented for sure I love the body of work that he created I think he's going to be great I do I wouldn't have collaborated with him if I didn't think he'd be great she also said that he could win a Grammy saying of course whatever you do put your mind to it you can do whatever you choose to do in life very positive um, from Keisha Cole Okay. Then she even went uh, so far as to get something, you know, tattooed on her. The initials A.B. Uh, for Antonio Brown. A little uh, tramp stamp there. Uh, <laughs> mm. uh, and, you know, Antonio Brown, for his part, saw it and responded accordingly um, with the caption, you ain't pimping until you hit an R&B diva. Oh, <laughs> very uh, Keisha responded saying this is the second time you posted it said AB but the captions changed don't be mad at me no more babe I said I apologize so it seems like she's like apologizing for something fairly desperate um, for someone who's known to have several behavioral issues to say the least uh, then uh, after some criticism um, she got herself together she talked to a few people on podcasts and her sister even Say like, what the hell are you doing, Keisha? And she said, yeah, I was big tripping. I see it now. I have a 12-year-old, like that type of disrespect for what? Nothing is worth that level of disrespect, especially when you don't deserve it. Has so much love, respect, and admiration for you. Guess that that wasn't mutual either. Um, but that's not um, where it ends. Antonio Brown then followed it up um, with how he exactly feels about the whole situation and Keisha Cole in general. Keisha Cole, like, you know, like, I'm a player, man. We don't want you, Keisha. Stay on my word. You heard? And all you people who just be, you know, with the back and forth. I don't go back, I go forward, man. Don't play with me. Play with your kids. I play with your girlfriend if you sweet or whatever you got. You heard? But everything too cheap. <laughs> CTE is set in, man. Oh my goodness. This is, oh, he does not sound lucid to say the least. Um, and what about her? Keisha <laughs> Cole, man. She knows how to pick her. Mama's I got the tattoo. Like, Alleged. it might be a temp. It might be a little temp tattoo. I'm not even going to post that I got a temporary tattoo with somebody's name on me. And she got it. Like, never mind. Let me not say that. Mm. <laughs> Where'd she get it? <laughs> <laughs> yesterday on I, I do a podcast with my friend Latoya yes. we, call it, we call it Minimum Balance and yesterday, no lie, she literally said um, Hold up, y'all changed your name? Hold up, what ha- hold up, did you just announce something that I didn't know? What are we talking about here? You guys have a well, podcast? Is this, like the, is this the Instagram live show or is this something? It's different? our Instagram live show but we turn it into a podcast as well Oh, congratulations, I didn't know yeah, that are, I wasn't listening, who got a podcast? Him and oh I'm trying to make a little a show that they do on Instagram that they never tell us when it's happening. We just got to pop up and see that they're on live. Um, yes, that show. They have a podcast now, so we can listen back. That's awesome. Great job, guys. Thank you. That. But yesterday she said, um, this is my point I was trying to make. But yesterday she said, um, these these two, like this relationship needs to end right now because they're going to be the new Ike and Tina if it doesn't, you know, <laughs> if it doesn't end. Right. Literally the very next day, all this stuff comes out. Tr- when, when when black women say something, listen to them. <laughs> you know how they be like, if a person shows you who they are, listen, change that slogan to when black mm-hmm. women say something, believe them. <laughs> I, I didn't mean any shade by that little show comment. I just, I just, you I, said I, that little show. I did say that little show. I didn't mean it like that. that little show. I love you. I'm just pissed because I always miss. I come in like 40 minutes late because I didn't know you guys were streaming. And for some reason, I got my notification set. But when y'all go live, it never comes through. So I don't. I'd be pissed every time I see it. I'm so mad. I'd be so mad. Um. So yeah, shout out to y'all and congratulations on your new podcast. Um. Did you guys watch the Billboard Music Awards? You know, I was really sitting here watching those the award show. I, I literally, I sat here and watched the award show. My mom texted me and she's like, turn on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. I said, I can't, I'm watching the billboard. And she said, why? I said, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you guys didn't know, Diddy hosted it. Um, he oh. was the host of the 2022 Billboard Music Awards. And he um, has a new label. It's called Love Records. 
Um, and it's in, you know, it's a label and he has introduced his new artist named Jazzy um, at the Billboard Music Awards. Uh, Jazzy performed the new single um, and Biggie's calling her the R&B Biggie. So um, Jazzy is also a producer and a songwriter. Um, she helped write Billy Ray Cyrus's verse on Old Town Road. She also has written songs for Summer Walker, Mary J. Blige, Pharrell, and Coldplay. So big shout out oh, um, nice. to Jazzy. Uh, this is Diddy's uh, statement on the label Love record saying that it's the next chapter and it's about getting back to love and making the best music of my life. For the label, I'm focused on creating timeless R&B music with the next generation of artists and producers. So it's going to be an R&B label. So uh, <laughs> shout out to Diddy. Are you guys on? <laughs> Would you say next? <laughs> you know what's crazy? Diddy used to be my guy. Like before Drake was a thing I used to go up for Diddy. Right. And I realized like, as I've gotten older, Diddy is very lame. And like, he literally is like that Greek guy from college or whatever that didn't graduate, but keeps coming back and always wants to stroll in the plots and stuff like that. Like that's Diddy. <laughs> definitely you know? is. You're a loser. <laughs> he definitely is. He comes back for every homecoming. <laughs> and like, he, one thing that really bothered me about Diddy, he came out and he started to show whatever he started performing actually, and then of course, back, like of course, they came, the came back from the break and he was out of breath, and I got so furious because I remember <laughs> watching making the band and him making them people do all this extra stuff so they don't get out of breath, and your fat ass is out of breath. I know you're not out of breath, like not after you didn't force those girls to fall out and all that stuff like that because they have to perform and not be out of breath. Then when Jazzy performed and Diddy was behind her dancing in the video, I was like, you're not going to let that go? I'm good on Diddy. We should not tell him not to do that no more. Forgivable this year. Done with it. Dex, do you feel like Jazzy's going to be the biggie of R&B? Wait, hold on. Y'all both talking at the same time. Sorry. I was just going to say, Dex, I didn't see the performance. Uh, Do you think Jazzy's going to be the biggie of R&B? Well, first of all, I don't even know what Jazzy was doing because when when <laughs> Jazzy's a she, woman, yes, when she, she was performing, I was so distracted by Diddy dancing behind her. Like it was so unnecessary. Like you just cannot let this young woman get a moment. Like go sit down somewhere, old man. <sighs> Ty, do you have something else to say? Nah, really good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, something else that Diddy's in the news for uh, something that Shakima wants us to get to, uh, quote unquote. Are are we going to talk about that little girl disrespecting my girl, Carisha Brownlee, um, a.k.a. Young Mimi? <laughs> <laughs> well, also, one of the city girls, JT, was on the stage at the Billboard Awards with, with her whole Snatch. Oh, Snatch was out, wasn't it? Oh, my gosh. It was crazy. That, that thing was talking English, Spanish, and French. <laughs> <laughs> Bentley's Rovers and Benz. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> uh, this woman, Gina, I think this is Gina Wynn and Diddy. Uh, it's not spelled Wynn, though. It's like weird. I feel like, I was, let's just go with Wynn. Gina Wynn, um, who is an Instagram model, um, and Diddy uh, have had an on-again, off-again relationship for the past few years. Back in 2019, um, they shared a kiss in an Instagram video. And uh, Gina uh, posted this because apparently she was uh, Diddy's date plus one uh, to, to the Billboard Music Awards. Because um, Carisha got, you know, her own invitation as a city girl. With back-to-back number one albums on the Billboard 200 charts. So as you see there at the top, it says uh, Baby Daddy's hosting the Billboard Awards. Oh, my God. Did it? You got to get it together. You 50 years old hanging around. Like, come on. Um, this incensed Young Mimi, uh, she took to her Twitter page at Young Mimi 305 uh, and posted, somebody, please give this B some attention. Just straight off the cuff. Just furious. Uh, I think this girl's name Gina. Is that say, that say Gina? Yeah, Gina said, um, "If anyone is seeking attention, B is you." Young Miami said, "Notice me, uh, please, A B, go sit down. We see you relax. It's okay. You've been around, just around for years. You've been waiting on this moment. And if he can't make you famous, B, I, I ain't." <laughs> <laughs> huh? 
Now that's she got with her. <laughs> that's the point. Because if Diddy can't make you famous, what's Young Miami gonna do? Like, what's she gonna do for you? Notice me, please, ass bitch. <laughs> Young Miami, attention. B, I am the attention. Let's be clear. She's very aggressive. Like she's, she's an Aquarius. She's got to be an Aquarius. Let me look that up. <laughs> Uh, she said, I'm arguing with no B that got cheap ass lint ball carpet in that house, effing on a billionaire. <laughs> like, this chick is mad. Um, and then Gina said, You know, why are you so pressed, mama? I thought you was a city girl, which is a good point. You know, city girls, you know, should be notorious for easily dumping a man. So it seems like Young Miami's kind of in her feelings about this. How do you feel about the whole beef between Young Miami and uh, Gina Wen? Well, I will say this. I just looked it up. Young Miami's an Aquarius. I know my people. <laughs> I know my people. When I was reading the way she's getting with that girl, that's how we get y'all. Like, the Aquarius are the best at getting people together. Like, we don't play no games. <laughs> very <that>. aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> she's so upset. It's like she's protecting her investment. And I understand. I mean, Diddy's got a lot of money. And it seems like, like that's what you'll be up on a billionaire and I'm broke at home. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> she said you got dirty lint balls in your house. Lint carpet. She said you got carpet in your house. What are you doing? <laughs> I thought about it. I was like, damn, I got carpet in my house. Okay. Right. But you can we ain't effing on a billionaire though. So we okay. We're not effing on a billionaire. So I guess we good with our carpet. <laughs> All right. Yeah, when people go off on other people and they say certain things, like you always, like I remember when that needy thing came out about the white refrigerator. I'm like, damn, I got a white refrigerator. You <laughs> laugh at this stuff and it's like, oh, let me just mind my pro business. No, <laughs> uh, the like, white refrigerators left. Ain't this came out? No, they be like, if you got a white refrigerator, it's like you doing you something wrong. You uh, definitely poor. Uh, especially if you don't got no ice maker like mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need no ice maker. I buy the Chick-fil-A ice, but I don't have a white refrigerator. So it was like... Mine is still, but I don't have no ice maker. And my, I'm, I'm broke. <laughs> I'm very broke. <laughs> very broke. <laughs> no tide. Rumors going around. It's, in, it's written in stone. You got a white one. <laughs> <You> got white. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> refrigerators are so much money like just to just to cool up some food for what okay I know my refrigerator came with the house I didn't think I got went out and bought it <laughs> it came with the house <laughs> <laughs> real. it came with the house exactly. I was like I'm gonna buy this stainless steel it came with the house um, breaking news guys uh, it has been reported that R. Kelly has a new friend in jail it is none Ooh. other than the Brooklyn subway shooter Frank James from a few months ago uh, apparently, <laughs> this is my favorite story. To have. This is this is my favorite story out right now. Like this is apparently they talk about TV shows, they go out to recreation together, and they're buddies. Um, R. Kelly's legal defense team has quickly and swiftly said made the point that R. Kelly does not get to choose uh, who his you know cellmates are. And that, you know, he just tries to make the best out of any situation. He's not necessarily liking this guy. Can't, it's not a friendship. He doesn't get to choose, you know, who he's in a cell with. So. Now, now these boys, now this is Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> like, one of them getting their backs broken out in their uh-uh, uh-uh. is wild. <laughs> so, and I don't do, think it's the other man. I think it's our you made me think You made me forget what my question was. Oh, should, um, who should be dis- distancing themselves from who more? Should it be uh, Kelly distancing himself from the subway shooter or should it be the subway shooter trying to distance himself from R. Kelly? What's the worst association? R. Kelly can't control his body. His mind tells him no, but his body tells him yes. That man, you better guard. <laughs> just some of R. Kelly's like I just realized like some like if you really review some of his lyrics and then like that man looks like grimace. That man does look like grimace. <laughs> you have no standards. <laughs> what? You said R. Kelly don't got no standards. He's not asking. Like he just said, his mind saying no, but his body telling him yes. Like good God, no, that's what he said. <laughs> what do you have I was his body saying yes to that. <laughs> well, Ty, when you locked up long enough, 
<laughs> his mind and his body are saying no, and that guy saying yes. Okay. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. I can't, we need to stop. Where's the next segment? Oh, here we go. Black China. Um, she oh, has secured God. a fight to face off with model. <laughs> Trying to get her ass whooped. I've been dying to talk about this all day. You know I've been dying to talk about this. I Dex sent me this story at 11 o'clock in the morning. I said, Dex, you know we got a show tonight. Like, are you trying to get opinions and takes? Like, it's too early. We need to save this. Uh, he, she secured the fight with model Alicia Magan. Is it Magin or Magan? I have no I idea who this woman is. I just know I didn't hear her pronounce all of the names. She's an Instagram. This woman's going to beat the bullshit out of Black China, though. That I do know. <laughs> She's going to beat the hell out of that girl. Destroy her. Uh, they're fighting on June 11th um, so we'll be on summer break so we're not going to be able to actually cover the result of this maybe we'll put up a quick blurb on Bro Talk Live as uh, Instagram page but um, I'm very excited who do you guys think is going to win this fight? Ooh, Black China knows she don't got no chance that woman's going to eat that one, eat that girl alive <laughs> and look at it, uh, she's trying to look tough like she's got to be held back like he, he can put his arm down <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you finna do something. Sit down. You're gonna beat the brakes off that yeah, with that Willy Wonka wig on. <laughs> you really about to take a whoop just just for money. Like Oompa Loompa. <laughs> <laughs> She's like Edna Mode. Like, why is she over here dressed like an incredible? What's happening with her? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, she have blood all over that little thing she got on. Blood all in that mouth too. Mm. Uh, we we wish Black China the best um, in her endeavor to recoup some of this money that she's lost uh, during the frivolous lawsuit that she had against the Kardashians. Um, so that's that. Well, All right. Any other comments for uh, the news? Any other stories that we didn't cover that you want to talk about real quick? Are we good? At least she got the money from the car she sold. <laughs> <laughs> she got enough time. She got six days a week. I got a question. She'd probably be training on all them other five days. She'd be yeah, that's like, what she's doing. <laughs> training. All right, guys. Q&A. This is the part of the show where we answer a question that you guys have submitted. All right, guys. So we have four categories. It's Curi- Curious Georgette. No friend zone. Only anonymous fans. Teach him, teach him a lesson or have mercy. Okay. I definitely want to do teach him a lesson or have mercy. And I'm also interested in OnlyFans. But what do you guys think? I'm right with you, bro. All right, those are the two we'll do. Then let's get the longer one out the out the way first. It's not too long, but um, it's the longest question of the day. Okay, so I work at a local restaurant, and I have a coworker who has an OnlyFans, and she has never really kept that fact a secret. I overheard that she goes by her first name on OnlyFans, which is pretty unique. Out of curiosity, I did a search for her name and was able to find it and sub. I don't know how she found out, like if they can see subscribers' names or something. But to, but the day, but but today she asked me if I subscribed to her OnlyFans, and I was like, yeah. She told me that's not cool, and I'm invading her privacy. I'm like, okay, I can cancel my subscription. Then she tells me to delete any pics and videos I save, and I was like, no, I pay for those. <laughs> so she <laughs> said she'll give me my money back, and I'm like, okay then. But now she wants to come to my house to make sure I delete the stuff. And I'm like, we can really stop right here, to be honest with you, but I'll finish it. I'm like, no, just take my word for it. But she's insistent on coming to my place. It's it's not like I've ever made any creepy comments in person or commented on any of her OnlyFans stuff. I was like, dude, who the F cares if if I know what your butt looks like? Hundreds of people know, not hundreds, hundreds of people know (laughs) what it looks like. If she posted it, I don't see the problem. I don't see the problem with the next. We can move to the next one. Yeah, I don't know what to say about that. I really, I, I, I don't. I mean, know you don't have to let her in your house if you feel in yeah. your heart that that's the right thing. Yeah, to do. she's absolutely not coming to your house. Like, you don't. What are you talking about? And also, when she said, "Did you subscribe to my OnlyFans?" I would have said no. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> just said no. Just a lie. You know, like your profile pictures up there with the exact same face. No, your, your work email address is attached to it. Like, that's no. not me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it, you know. I, I, I know you told people, you know, who who you did and did not want 
to subscribe to your OnlyFans. I don't know. I I never heard that that was a thing. I, I, who who I, puts a public? Who has a public OnlyFans? You have a public OnlyFans, and you don't want certain people to well, see. It's not it. public. They subscribe to it, so they paid for it. Well, he paid for a it. Public platform, though. It's not like yeah, it's an open thing. It's an open platform. Girl, move. I know it's kind of weird to me like that she like and then she wants to go to his house to delete the pictures that he can go I mean it is weird if you have a coworker that you didn't intend on seeing your OnlyFans become a subscriber and you're trying to be like okay don't don't like masturbate to me and then come to work and see me the next that is weird that is weird uh, so she does have a point to say hey I'm know. requesting that you know mm-hmm. you can do that I don't think he has an I'm, obligation I'm, to I'm, adhere to that but I'm you know saying, I think it's, it's a reasonable request well, she has this right, but she can't come to his house. Also, if I'm slinging dick on the internet, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even one of those things. Like you literally piqued my curiosity because you talked about it. Like I wouldn't even known that you had this. I like, do understand her not wanting her her coworkers involved. Like I guess I technically wouldn't really want my coworkers watching. Right. That's all I'm podcast, But I wouldn't try to go to their house and be like, and and deleting videos of my podcast. He's nosy bitches. <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird. Like I'm I not. He's definitely not nowhere Aquarius because Aquarius don't care about revenge porn. You're, <laughs> you know, your, your asshole would be in the the, <laughs> the 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 company kitchen as soon as you walk in that. Your asshole will be sitting there at, on the microwave, and everybody's gonna look at it. And I pay for it, so I'm distributing it to the whole office. Don't play with me. Okay. I don't think it works like that. I think you're gonna go jail for that. Revenge porn. I'm saying if it wasn't a thing, this is what would happen. But it is. Don't come to me with this mess. And plus, I could just do it. You want to even you, you put it out there. So if it anonymously get put out there in the in the break room, you don't know I did that. You don't know who did it because your butthole's on the internet for the world to see. All right, now let's teach him a lesson or have mercy. All right, uh, we were going to say teach him a lesson or have mercy. Okay, here well, wait, wait, is that a good one or it's decent? I mean, yeah. Okay. Someone wrote it, so let's do it. My old step, my old stepfather posted, "Good morning, ladies. Can we talk about these abortion laws?" To me, it gives women accountability on his Facebook page. Wait, my old stepfather posted this. Good morning, ladies. My old, hold up, my old stepfather. My old I mean, stepfather. That, it's not like currently, like you're, it's not currently your stepfather anymore. Well, you know, mama, mama might have remarried. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, my old stepfather. My ex stepfather. Yeah, <laughs> she's probably young now. My old stepfather posted this. Good she morning, ladies. A new one. Dang, that's she blessed. Is she? <laughs> Good morning, ladies. Can we talk about these abortion laws? To me, it gives women accountability with a shrugging emoji. And he's black, too. On his Facebook page. <laughs> Would I be wrong to send this to his managers and let him, and, and let them hold him? <laughs> I thought you that's an escalation. Unnecessary. Send it. Send it. Why? Why would send you send it. that? Why not? Why are you posting it? You got to be careful what you post. You can't just be posting whatever you want to post on social media. Tell me you have to sabotage your you think, his parent, you think his boss will care about that? Yeah, well, let's find out. I don't think they will. Let's find out. What can they do about that? I know. Let's find out. Let's send yeah, it to the boss. The only thing that's going to happen is your father's going to be up under you asking you for money. So it's like a lose-lose situation. No, literally, literally, nothing's going to happen. Like, you're going to send that and nothing's going to happen. Yeah, but that's, not, uh, that's not something you can get fired for. I think we should find out. Send it. See what they say. Yeah, I mean, go ahead and send it. I don't, nothing's going to happen. Yeah, I think that I think that would be overreaction to fire somebody for that. I mean, it's an opinion. I mean, you can have he an opinion. Like he just do the freedom of speech. Like you're gonna make him rich. Well, it depends on where he works. So, like, what if he works somewhere where it's like, like he's, he's like, I don't know. What if he works in healthcare and he's supposed to be taking care of women or something he like that? In a portion clinic. I mean, he gave, yeah, what, he gave, what, he gave what, a shrug. <laughs> he gave the shrug, which is like, well, what do I know? That that's that's what that means. No, he so. gave the shrug like I don't care. <laughs> like, uh, I think that shrug means what do I know? Uh, how are you gonna say how how are you saying this gives women accountability, man? Like I was saying this. We're not head. debating the semantics of whether what he said was correct or not. Like yeah, we no, all know that, was, that was a foolish argument, but you can't get fired for it. I just don't have a fireable offense. I, I don't think a, a supervisor is going to do anything about that. They're going to be like, like he's okay. just stupid. Like you can't get send fired for you. that's like stupid on Facebook. Like come on, send it to your new stepfather and see what he say about it. <laughs> well, the stuff they do in that family, you probably have a new They tear you up and make that money. No, come back. 
<laughs> Another right, tell them where uh, we can go. <laughs> if, if you have some questions for us, yeah. you can write us at brotalklive dot com slash questions. Jason you struggled <laughs> so hard on this. I don't when I go to websites, I just type in the website. I don't type in www and dot com and stuff like that. I type whatever it comes in Google. I click the one that I want and I explore. Yeah, well, go to brotalklive.com. You could just say that. We'll just stick. Oh, brotalklive.com. Dex, are you ready for a new addition um, to our show? Yes. Mm. This is your intro for the BS report. Um, and this one's called Finishers, okay? Okay. So the object of this game, um, hashtag uh, is uh, what, who wants to be a wrestling fan? Um, and uh, you have to guess the finisher or the person that I give you. You have to give me the finisher for that person, okay? Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? You know I'm beefing with WWE right now, but I'll play with you. I know you don't. You, yeah, you're not. You're not really feeling it, but um, we're gonna play the game and see how see how well you do. De- Ty, I know you're I like riveted. I know. I know what this is gonna be, but go ahead. Play a little Ty, so riveted. He's so riveted. <laughs> Here we go, Dex. Uh, the category is finishers, and um, your person is Edge. Spear. The spear, the spear education. That was the final answer. The spear education. Um, the implant DDT. This is the education. Yeah, that's the only answer. Okay, so which one are you going with? That's your final answer. Spear. It's spear final answer. Spear is correct. Good job, Dex. You can and now you go know. to Dex's BS report. <laughs> Ty, you better. Put some pep in your stuff, boy. All right, Dex's BS report. I tell three stories. Two of these stories are true. One of these stories is fake news. It's up to you guys and these guys to let me know, like, what's true and what's fake news. That's the easiest one you'll ever get, by the way. <laughs> well, you know, Jason, my knowledge is whatever. Um, so the <laughs> FDA has just put out that if you're having oral sex with someone and you are and they are wearing underwear, it's problematic and you're more likely to catch an STI. Um, there's a couple who was suing their only son because the son did not provide them with grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And then finally, there's a woman in Florida who led the police on a wild goose chase. And they asked like what was going on. And she said, it's been on my bucket list since high school to be arrested. All right, guys, what's mm-hmm. true? What's a lie? The first one's a lie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that. The second, no, the third one is a lot. Uh, no, people want to get arrested. I'd say the second one's a lot. That's not a good bucket list. Um, the first one's a lot. Uh, Ty was right. Um, the FDA actually just approved a pair of underwear that are supposed to pre- prevent you from catching STIs when you're having oral sex or rimming. Actually, it says if these what? underwear, it, this uh-uh. is if you, if you wear these underwear during cunnilingus or rimming. Okay. <laughs> you won't catch your S T I tell us again, do it again. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> Educate us one more time. <laughs> Educate us one more again. I actually don't know uh-huh. what rimming is. I assume it's like you're <laughs> still with us if you have your phone handy. I'm going to look that up and tell us what. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. Tell us don't. what that is and put it in the comments. Y'all so <laughs> oh, are stupid, man. Oh. <laughs> 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 this is the this is the part where you guys stop watching because we start acting dumb. It's the dismount. <laughs> Does anybody have seats today? <laughs> I do. Yes. Dex, go ahead. Start. Okay. So last night, right? I'm sitting home. I'm watching WWE. Put it on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sitting home. I'm watching WWE Raw, right? And like, and honestly, I was like watching, but not really paying attention, but watching or whatever. And then I, re- they were like, I'm on Twitter at the same time, and they're like, Sasha Banks and Naomi walked out of WWE, and I'm like, what? This doesn't even make any sense. So I'm watching it, watching it, watching it, and then one of the commentators goes, 
we were going to have a six-way match or whatever, but our tag champ, Sasha and Naomi, they took, they left or whatever, and they're unprofessional, this, that, and the third. Then, like, WWE put out this statement saying that the girls, like, just left, and, like, they actually, like, just, you know, all this stuff about wrestling, people say it's fake and all that kind of stuff like this. They put this statement out that was, like, these two superstars, they left out of the building after a predetermined, pre-planned match and, and all this stuff like this, right? Ty, these are black wrestlers, by the way. Black women they're both, wrestlers. They're both black women, yes. The problem that I had with this is that you know how this country is. So as soon as they put that out there, all these people start to attack like those two black women, right? And they start calling them like a monkey and they start putting like monkey emojis and all this kind of stuff like that up against them. You and, and it's like you can have your opinions, but when you start to get racist, that's when it becomes a problem. So then WWE makes this statement, which is insane to me because they don't make statements about anything. They fired over 100 people last year and made no statements about firing those people. They just moved on from it. It made a statement about these two women. So I wrote on the WWE post, like, delete this, right? The next thing I know, I went, I wrote it or whatever. People were commenting here and there, or whatever. Then I went to sleep. I woke up over 3,000 likes on my comment, but so numbers. Yeah, but so many comments on them calling me a clown, calling me a nigger lover, calling me a nigger, all these kind of things like that. And it's just like, I get that a lot of these things are like the little bots or whatever, because you click the pages and there's five followers or whatever, no posts, but somebody's behind that kind of stuff. And like with the WWE, with the world that we're living in right now, like you guys putting no statements out against those women or whatever, you put a target on their back. And I think you guys need to be held accountable for that. I also want to say that if those two leave, I'm not watching wrestling anymore. I'm just not going to do it because one, the people that I do like already, y'all don't do nothing with them. These two are probably the only ones that I like that are actually doing something and, and one other girl or whatever. But like, I, I don't have to do this. I'm not going to keep doing it. I'm not going to be abused by your people because you guys are putting this stuff out there. And I'm going to stand up for black women. I really am. I want to be, I want to stand up for black women in this situation. Enough is enough. All right. That's all I got. Um, so sorry if I've been a little distracted. Um, when my wife came home, she told me that there's a lizard in the house, apparently. <laughs> like, and she's tasked, and she's tasked me with getting rid of it. So um, that's gonna be an adventure that I was not expecting. And so my focus, sorry to tie that the camera was left on you for a little bit, but I was trying to figure out how the hell I'm gonna get this damn lizard out of my house. She yeah. said, and it's big. I said, Oh my god, I, Ooh, I hate uh, let's just just stay live and go handle it. I would no. like to see that. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I can find it. Um, How does it around um, to the end? Jason's gonna go find this. <laughs> stick around to nothing. You have a seat, <laughs> real quick. Yes, the seat is to the damn lizard because now I'm stressed out. I don't need the stress in my life. It's like a little dragon. You know, lizards are um, descendants of dragons. So basically, I'm wrestling a dragon out of my house tonight. Oh, you well, Ty, Ty, look. <laughs> Ty, if anybody can get rid of that animal, Jason. Oh, if anybody <laughs> can rid themselves, <laughs> it's Jason. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it's not. I don't anticipate it being alive when it exits the house, but you know, um, oh, neither do we. We know that. Apparently, it's big, so we'll we'll see. How successful I am. Now, how did Lizard get in the house though? Like what he opened the door? Like what they be leaving, the, they be leaving the door, they be they be leaving the door open. So when women. <laughs> <laughs> Let the record show. Um <laughs> Shakima, one thing about Jason, he gonna kill an animal. It's it's self-defense. It's not and I hope it didn't like go behind the washing machine or something like that. Cause like oh you know it did. That's gonna pop out. Well, look, I, for me, it's like if it's an back animal, there, and then it's gonna stink, it's, and it's gonna smell. If it's like something in the house, good. whatever, I'll catch it. But if you run behind the refrigerator or something like that, you're gonna stay back there. I ain't it's coming to smell though. Oh my god, <laughs> you gonna stay back? We just gonna we gonna have to move out. Oh, Jason, I'm worried. that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like doing that tonight. I really don't. But I guess a man has to do what a man has to do. All right, uh, Ty, do you have a, a seat? Well, I see it's so rare. We're so off subject right now. I do have a, <laughs> you mind if I save her next week? Because it's like totally like it's sure. Let's just stay on the dead lizard. 
<laughs> stressed out. <laughs> I'm really stressed out, but uh, we'll make it work. Okay. Uh, any uh, announcements to make, Dex? You want to tell them about uh, the return of Industry yes. Friends? Industry Friends season three. My podcast is coming out May 25th. We're gonna, which is the Wednesday after next whatever the 25th of may is it's coming it's going to be nine up ep- 10 episodes sorry 10 episodes 10 new industry friends i'm super excited about it i can tell you guys right now jason is one of the industry friends on there we had an amazing conversation with each other um i'm gonna put all the episodes out at one time so we can like binge it or whatever i'm i'm really excited about this season of industry friends like it's gonna be great i love it dex i love it all right. Uh, make sure you follow at Industry Friends on um, all the social media platforms and wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Ty, do you have any? I think I heard the lizard. Ty, do you have any announcements? Yes. Um, please stick around for a little while. We're going to stay live. It's not going to stick around. I'm, I'm cutting this off. At least do some home video so we can have it for the page. People might want to see how this plays out. Okay. In the comments, let us know if you want to see Jason get rid of the picture. <laughs> uh, if you do. Jason has no choice but to honor his fan base. And, uh, <laughs> maybe maybe he'll go live. We'll end the show so the podcast isn't too long. But then Jason will go live and get rid of the, the lizard for us. I'll, I'll record it and um, edit out the messy parts of the 